My name's Will Robinson, and uh, yeah, as Tom said, I, I enjoy running and cycling long distance. Boy. Where did it all begin? Long distance, it really clicked at uni, where my mates for their uni holiday said, Let, let's, let's go to Ibiza, and I, mean, I basically said, no, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to ride from Bristol to Athens. It just completely blew my mind. Let's put it back to... GB Juro. So it's Land's Edge John O'Groats, which is 2000k and this is all off-road. They call it the rolling picnic. I had my biggest hurdle during this GB Juro. It was the biggest question I've had to ask myself of what actually are you doing here? Classically pushed out my back wheel and then I got a flat wheel, <laughs> a oh. flat flat tire. I was like, why was I such... Did you do it in front of him or were you just doing it to yourself? No, I did it in front of him. Well, oh, like, no. I'm just going to show off a little bit. <laughs> and I knew there was some You showed off trails. and popped your tire in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, classic. And um, listen to more stories. Stay tuned Tom? for more stories Tim? tomorrow. Stay tuned for more stories tomorrow. To hear more, as my good friend Liam Yates likes to say, stories by us what stories tomorrow welcome back to the more stories tomorrow podcast this is uh i think this might be the first outdoor podcast one of uh, so we've got the nice helicopter in the background uh i'm sat here with a special guest fresh off completing gb juro we're gonna have a little talk about that and then i guess all things long distance riding and running again another first for the podcast do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, thanks Tom. My name's Will Robinson and uh, yeah, as Tom said, I, I enjoy running and cycling long distance. Been very long for, distance. Yeah, very long distance. Been doing it for uh, quite a few years now, so um, yeah, absolutely love it. That's it, yeah, that's the intro done. <laughs> Tick. <laughs> Where should we start then with GB Joe? Oh, should we start in the, oh no, potted history. Potted history. Potted history of how do you, how do you go from like... Presumably, either riding a bike as a kid or like running around the park to long things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. personally, not you. Probably. Where did it all begin? Um, well, I mean, when it, when I was fourteen, my uh, dad woke me up um, and he uh, actually made me do a run, um, of which you're obviously a bit hesitant at that age to do it. But um, uh, we ended up running uh, a half marathon, and it basically clicked in my head I was like geez half marathon at force it just because yeah. you're like right we're going out for a run yeah and then I just didn't even know how far or anything mum absolutely blew a lid off <laughs> was this like presumably this was pre-Strava day so your dad oh, could have just kept it secret that's it that's it dad didn't even know but he knew how far the route was um, so I think I think as soon as we started, he uh, he, he knew what we were doing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, at the age of fourteen, I I ran my first half marathon with my old man. <laughs> That'll do it. Um, and then yeah, it was a slippery slope from there. Um, Did uh, you enjoy it at the time? That or were you like that was the worst thing I've ever done? And it took I a while to sink in. Absolutely loved it. Oh yeah. So it's not just clicked in my brain. Not probably just because I'm a simple bloke. But yeah, it just completely clicked and. Uh, yeah, I was I was just hungry for more, and and it was just something where for the first time in my life I was able to do it um, and and yeah in, enjoy it, and it was it was almost quite easy. Uh, it's, it was that thing. It's like the the thing you discover as like a adolescent. Like, oh, I'm good at this. It's yeah. like the thing that every kid dreams of, just trying something and being naturally insane at it. That's it. Thank goodness it wasn't chess, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> could have gone completely different direction. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a slippery slope from there. Went to school, um, as you do, <laughs> and um, found the running team. Um, long story short, broke my collarbone during um, run uh, during a rugby match, and then I was. There, so that I must have been some run to break your collarbone. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> Ran into a wall. No, no, um, and uh, basically convinced my coach that whilst they're training for their um, rugby matches, can I just run around the uh, pitch? And he said, yeah, no problem. So I just trained hard for cross country and absolutely loved it. Oh, fair one. So how, when, did, when did cycling come into the equation? Was that much older or kind of at the same time and in parallel? Um, well, it was always there in the background as cross training for um, cross country. Um, but long distance, it really clicked at uni where my mates uh, for their uni holiday said, Let, let's, let's go to Ibiza and... You know, just the classic, let's go and have a few beers on the beach and <laughs> drink some blue drink and uh, have, have a wild time. And I basically said, no, I'm going to, I'm just going to ride from Bristol to Athens following the Pilgrim's route, which is the uh, EV5, I think. 
uh, the Eurovelo. Um, and it just clicked from there. Was that um, 18 or is this like 21 in uni? I'd say, I think, well, I'd say it's 20, 21, I'd say, yeah. Yeah, so like it was basically the alternative to like drinking Blue Wicked and Ibiza. That's was it. a long bike ride and presumably was it the same kind of thing as that half marathon when you were 14, you're like, ah, oh, this is good. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. It, it just completely blew my mind. I, uh, I'm a pretty social bloke and I um, met so many lovely people uh, just going through all these different countries, just ticking off the, the, uh, big, the big cities in Europe. Um, and uh, yeah, I just thought this is absolutely crazy. It's 10 times better than waking up with a hangover and, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, seeing your bank account at the end of the holiday. Presumably you didn't do that in like ultra distance style and did it in 10 days presumably it took a bit longer to do it for your first for your first go yeah i mean it was it was i think uh i've got i've got it was all written down because i actually wrote a little diary but um i think it was 28 days still pretty quick to get it's, across and see well i had to get back time. for uh the next the next term at uni so yeah <laughs> <laughs> that and my dwindling uh, student student finance and i'm trying to think from there what like what happens next in the cycling journey because i guess from there we can may pick up the pace it's the how do we get from there to gb duro because again the different kettle of fish well then the next year i um signed up for the trans am so i rode across america oh you actually did the trans am as well yeah yeah yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. wow I didn't and, then know, it, I didn't. and then it clicked again i was like i found my clan there's actually a group of weirdos in the world that will race across a continent <laughs> So, so then, yeah, clicked. <laughs> so you enjoyed it then? I I recommend uh, Trans Am through and through. I think it's an amazing country to ride through. It's a bit spicy sometimes, but um, yeah. Cause I said, I based on other conversations I've had, that seems quite unique. I know a lot of people that didn't enjoy their first ultra, and they kind of might go away for a few months and then like settle down. And then the bug bites again, like right, I'm going to do it, and I'm going to do it with the right mindset. Whereas you just went straight in, one of the longest potentially hardest and most dull well not dull but there's a lot <laughs> yeah, of flat dull. across trans Am. i, I think there's a uh day where there's 120 miles straight and then you took a right uh, 90 degree night right turn and then my dad texts me saying heads up you're going right now and then uh you basically go go 90 degrees again and you've got another 100 miles going straight <laughs> so yeah it is it is dull and it's also um yeah the the barrenness and kentucky is is a is a Wow, it's, it's just completely different to where we're currently sat in London. <laughs> <laughs> I guess what I'm thinking is like if you can enjoy that as your first one, you can basically enjoy any ultra. It's, yeah, it would seem so. Like, but then again, it's it's exactly the same as riding through Europe. It's just the people you meet and the yeah. experiences you have. Um, I uh, wasn't well. I'm just still at uni, so I wasn't able to pay for hotels every night. Um, so I slept rough pretty much every night, and it's just it's just the places you find yourself. You think <laughs> this is absolutely great. Yeah, that's true. But it is interesting as well then, because from like the, you've not actually mentioned the racing as part of the enjoyment yet. It's all been about people you see, places, well, places you see, the people you meet. What is it about deciding to race? Like, why would you choose to race across them if that's the bit you enjoy? Um, well, it was, it was more, I just wanted to cross America with the safety of a race. Because uh, you've got a tracker um, and you just got people up and down the road who, if something bad did happen, they, the safety network was there. Um, but the racing really didn't start until um, probably a year later when I entered the Pan Celtic. Um, and I started. Is that two years ago now, Pan Celtic, or last year? That was 2021. Um, so yeah, it was it was that was the first proper time where I was like, I'm going to properly train, I'm going to I'm going to race. Um, but I was also at the same time taking my running quite seriously um, and building up the mileage on, on the races to so still doing 50, 100 mile runs um, and trying to see if I can um, uh, still balance the two sports, which is actually surprisingly tricky. <laughs> I mean, there's not a single thing is surprising about that. As someone who doesn't run and also isn't able, like, I struggle to, around like work and all the rest of it, I struggle to get the volume to like perform at those big ultra races the idea of doing 50 and 100 mile runs on top is absolutely mind-blowing a lot of early mornings and late nights training yeah <laughs> and a lot of eating that's the best bit <laughs> and sleeping presumably yeah 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 sleep's important but um i guess that's the thing that which you've really got to move um if you just need to get the training in 
I'm not liking the sound of that. <laughs> well, as soon as this is over, mate, we're going to go for a run. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not, not, uh, not mentioned yet, but Will's actually done a 20-mile run this morning. <laughs> and I have... Uh, I made a coffee. I uh, hoovered my oven oh, and cleaned my cycling shoes. Why That's what we've done at the, the same oven? time. <laughs> yeah, it's a good question. It's because it's not been cleaned so long it needed a vacuum. Okay, but well. I think we... Yeah, we got sidetracked Trans Am Pan Celtic was Pan Celtic the same experience again another positive experience where you're like I love riding my bike a long way or yeah. racing my bike yeah, a long yeah. way well currently as we sat here I've never had a negative experience in an ultra really yeah even always... on Sussex Mystery Tour uh, yeah well chewed the bars for quite a while there <laughs> <laughs> I say do you um, Sussex Mystery Tour I mean actually I think there's been a Sussex Mystery Tour podcast before but this year was just shy of 300k off-road in Sussex you left like really early in the morning and went really hard <laughs> clearly just had that like mindset of like I am finishing this as quick as possible yeah. get it done which didn't look at the elevation yeah it's I mean the elevation's a big fat lie as well um, <laughs> the whole route's a big fat lie <laughs> yeah it was, a, it was a very it was a tri- it was not a route that you can go out thinking I want no. to get this over with because no. it's just way too I'd long. I'd really though. recommend it, honestly. Um, no, I saw it as the 300k. I thought, I thought, fantastic, this is my shortest race. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I thought, I don't know, how long is this going to take? But surely it won't be that long. But no, I was chewing Incorrect. the bars when you came up <laughs> on me. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, only positive experiences. Where And then Pankelt, it was 21. Yeah. Any big races last year or were you dealing with like the usual done a big race and injured yourself take two years to get out of the hole um god what happened after pan celtic um, big runs maybe yeah then I re- i've really focused more on the running um because i thought right i could just put the riding to a little bit bed and, and and focus more on the ultra running um and then obviously covid happened um and then the next one i wanted to really set myself a bit of a, a mental challenge so i did a 1000k time trial non-stop on a 3k loop oh, in Bristol. That. Yeah. That is, that's like Everesting but more flat and more boring <laughs> it was and longer, 35 longer, hours of absolute uh oh nationally that was that was pure joy and yeah that was fantastic well I, I feel like maybe it's not pure joy and it's just the way that your brain works i can't imagine that it was i can imagine like the enjoy the joy of finishing yeah or like yeah, the joy yeah. of the process but i can't imagine every single lap was no. filled with happy well, there moments. was definitely some low moments i um i, I actually lost color in my eyes for an hour and an hour, a really it, musky did it come back nose. or was it the last hour yeah no it was literally halfway through um sadly well it's amazing where your brain goes but sadly a, a dog got run over on the loop <laughs> Oh, no. Of all things. On an unrelated, uh, unrelated to your loop. Completely unrelated. And, uh, yeah, and then, I don't know, my, my brain obviously... Went made... two-colour dog vision. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I just went I just went completely black and white. And, uh, yeah, it was so bizarre. So I freaked out a little bit. But I've had it briefly in races when you're absolutely knackered and, you, and you've not slept for, well, a couple of nights or something. And then, and then you do, every now and again, you do lose colour. Yeah, I was going to say, I've had it uh, when I've ridden through the night before, but after, like, when you're saying you're halfway, if you're, like, 17, 18, even 20 hours through a 35 hour, like, when I, I've had it, I've been, like, on the home straight. It might have been, like, 2 p.m. the next day, and I'm finishing at 5, so it's, yeah. like, like, the bed is coming. Like, dealing with that mentally when there's so much ahead, I can't even imagine it. Well, I mean, we, we had, I think over the two days, someone said that uh, 250 people came up. Really? On the downs in the middle of the night, people I've never met before, and said, "Heard what you're doing? Can I sit on your wheel?" And I was like, "No, no mate, <laughs> you get on the I'm, front. <laughs> I'm on your wheel, mate." <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was such a good feeling um, having such a community effort um, across the two days. Um, I just it was it was it, it it didn't take long to come out of those lows and think. Actually, let's look at the bigger picture. This is huge. And it was all for charity. And we raised nearly 18 grand. Really? So, uh, oh, wow. yeah. No, it was epic. I guess that you have that thing as well, like... <laughs> loud car horn. Every time someone new comes, they're, like, fresh, full That's of enthusiasm. Like, this is amazing. And then you're actually reminded why you're doing it, that it is... Cut, like, you've constantly got that fresh motivation. Yeah. Which, yeah, I guess is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Helps yeah. keep you going along. Yeah, and I've, I've, I've always got this uh, mentality of we are actually so privileged to be in this position. We, we're, we're, well, we, we've been on races together um, and we're actually so privileged to have a nice bike. We don't have the gun to our head. We are not in a war. 
um, we're, sure. yes, it's hard and, and, and crap like that, but <laughs> we're actually so privileged to ride our bikes in lovely plot spots. So smile, enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. Like the fact that we have enough comfort in our lives that in our spare time, we want to do difficult things. That says it. a lot like that plane's probably quite loud. But yeah, uh, completely agree. I, you know, I have to, I think maybe the difference is I have to actively remind myself of that. <laughs> when I'm in a bit of a hole, I'm like, nope, you chose this. Like, <laughs> yeah. you don't have to do this. You could just go to the cafe and then it's like, oh, and then eventually I come back around and I'm like, oh, yeah. actually, I do like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas well, the picture you're painting is just like ultra positivity from start to finish <laughs> without a single moment of question. You've got to enjoy it. Well, I, I will come on to it later, but um, I had my biggest uh, hurdle during this GB Duro, oh, yeah. um, during the third stage where it was the biggest question I've had to ask myself of what actually are you doing here? Uh, okay, <clears throat> let's, let's pull it back to GB Duro. Do you want to quickly start like... I mean, it is an ultra race in the UK. It spans from Land's End to John O'Groats. It's a fixed route. Mm -hmm. So that means the, the race organizer sets the route. You don't have to do any, you don't have to plan the route yourself. But it's a bit different to other races, both in who's organizing it and also the specific rules. So like for context, I think I saw the first year after COVID when they ran it, one of the rules the organizers put in place was that you had to carry everything you needed from the start. So all your food, so it, like no stopping at shops at all, which for, is it 2000K, 800K? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a race that long is uh, mad. And long. they've got a no flying rule, so you can't fly to the start. A few bits and bobs like that. Do you want to set out a bit about the race organization, the setup of the race? Because I think, yeah, the, the way which the race runs rather than just like, first across the finish line will probably be quite important to the story mm. and mm. the experience you had. Um, so yeah, as, as, as you said, it's Land's Edge, John O'Groats, um, which is 2000K and I mean, it's, Land's Edge O'Groats is, is, is like a pinnacle for most people, but this is all off road. They call it the rolling picnic. Um, and it's, it's just not the easy way in, in any sense up to Scotland, um, which is great. Um, but yeah, they, they, there's a few rules where you no no fly rule, which is great. Um, this year you had to carry all your own rubbish to the checkpoint, um, which at, at the time when you read it in the rule book, you think, oh, that's such a pain, but in a way it's not, I mean, plastic, you, it comes down to nothing. And then it actually, the further in the race you go, it actually makes you think. Um, so by the end, everyone was making sandwiches. Yeah. Oh, is that in tin foil? I see. Cause I was, I was just about to ask the question, like why, why, like, why would they make you do that? Why can't you just use public bins mm. but it's not about littering then is it it's about yeah. thinking about what you purchase and why you're purchasing it because you it actually costs you something because you've got to carry it with you that i mean yeah I, I i think it's both those points i think it's um to stop you littering which is a obviously a massive thing especially when you're going through these beautiful national parks but then the other side of the coin it makes you think um and think well, actually I generate a lot of waste by yeah. doing this. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I don't think much when I'm really hungry and I am in a <laughs> I'm in a petrol station. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I mean the other thing is I've never obviously done lots of these, but I've never added up all the rubbish. I suspect if I unfilled my wrappers from a week long oh, ride or race, it'd horrendous. be insane. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then at the end of the checkpoint, you had to sort it into um, recyclable and, and landfill. So then again, it really just <laughs> make you accountable of how much uh, yeah landfill we actually do produce. I guess there is also the thing, you know, when you're making those choices, like you say, petrol station at two in the morning, you're probably not making huge choices, but... Well, that monster drink, why on earth are they <laughs> so big? <laughs> <laughs> why is that monster cancer? But it does make you think, you know, if there's alternatives that are... Uh, do the same thing but have less packaging it would make you choose them wouldn't it so completely completely mm -hmm. um and then the other rule this year was you're not allowed to sleep under anything uh, man-made or man-made structures um okay. so you I have to sleep outside okay interesting okay i guess that's what was the rationale for that i think it just um makes you what well, forces you to go back to nature and actually think be a bit more self-sufficient you that's can't it. just have like one of those races where people turn up with like a pair of arm warmers and a credit card that's it yeah yeah it really does make you have to think oh, okay i see there a bivy or a lightweight tent um and uh you can't just run out on bus bus stops which we all love bus stops of course <laughs> and that's public, a loose. Yeah, public yeah, yeah, yeah. loose is the big one 
Yeah, and I get, but the other thing which I don't think you mentioned is that, or did I mention it? The the checkpoints and how they operate in the race, like you you're touching on, it played a big part in your race where yeah someone was behind you but they were actually in the lead, which I think is pretty yeah. unique for racing. That's it. I mean, so there was uh, it's a four stage race. Um, first stage is six hundred twenty k's um, to mid Wales through Bristol, um, which is I think there's twelve thousand meters elevation, so it's punchy. So it's basically like four back to back ultras. Like six hundred k would be an ultra yeah. in its own yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. wouldn't it? So I mean, there's there's two ways of racing it. It's either a you push it balls of the world to the checkpoint, and then you get to maximise your sleep because then there's a set time of when the checkpoint opens again. Oh, so, I see. So the checkpoints are open for a window. Yeah. And if you get there early, you basically don't have to leave until the checkpoint closes. That's it. That's it. Um, which is great. So and the race clock is stopped when you're in the checkpoint, right? Yeah. 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 Um, which is great. So you basically you miss one night's sleep or two nights' sleep for one or two, you get back. So it's fantastic. So when 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 you get in, you can literally just go straight to bed and have a good old twelve-hour kit. Which, Twice. Yeah, you twice. Or, uh, and, and have another four in the day. Yeah. <laughs> Sleeping beauty, here we come. How do you, how do you find that? Because like, compared to other ultra races that don't, like, how do, do you prefer that style of racing? Is it nice having that like guaranteed sleep? And does it change your tactics when you're actually out on the road? Because I know you can't sleep under man-made shelters, but could you get away with just no, not sleeping at all? Or are they, are they too long between? I didn't sleep at all in, 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 in between any of the stages. Um, and just because I wanted from your to, involuntary sleep. Yeah, <laughs> that two hours under the, underneath that tree, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I didn't sleep, um, and that's just because I wanted to race it. Um, I was hungry to push it, um, and I, this is the first stage race I've done, and it's it's really social, it's really nice, um, because yes, you, you don't really see much of the other races between, but then at the checkpoint, you're having laughs and tea and... Um, there was a few instances of beer, which is great, and uh, yeah, it's it's quite sociable. It's good. Oh, nice. Okay, so should we start at Land's End? Yeah. You, I mean, I think you've already you already said you wanted to win, and I presume that going into it, you were like, or not win, be competitive. I presume going into it, you're like, I'm going for this. Like, I'm not here just for experience or for the ride. Like, I actually want to ride as hard as I, I can. Yeah. Was that what you were going into it thinking? Or? I, I definitely wanted to be competitive. Um, I had a bit of a, a bumpy year, but I ended up um, not riding my bike since uh, end of May or Sussex, Mr. Troll. Um, really? But, yeah. Because I was, I've, I basically come out with a new challenge and I need to, I'm, I'm doing 100k running weeks, 120k running weeks. So I'm uh, having to focus on that. So I was a bit worried about how that, that would transfer onto bike. But um, I was also on a mountain bike with... The suspension not locked out <laughs> from <And> the start <laughs> actually in terms of course is that the the bike you would pick or no. would you pick a gravel bike for gravel this bike right. it's a lot quicker yeah because uh 80 or 90 of um the course especially on the first stage is is road um on the first the first stage definitely so you're absolutely chewing the bars um and like i've never spent so long in the tt position in my mountain bike um, just to make sure I was as aero as possible, just, but I just maximized stops. I just didn't, I, I didn't stop until I was in Bristol or actually over, the, over the bridge where then What's I went that, what, to a 400 K, 420 K just because well, you just had all the food on the bike. Yeah. And the others just because I knew that they would catch me up. Um, they were able to stop and everything, but I was just drinking water out of people's hose pipes and stuff like that all across Cornwall um and uh yeah <laughs> so that, that that was my only ace up my sleeve for the further for the first stage i mean mentally that must be so hard as well knowing that you're just giving away time to your competitors i that would really crack me yeah obviously why i'm not cut out for this but it would be that like oh but if i can do this then imagine if i could do this but on a gravel bike that's I'd be, it that's <laughs> the it. hours ahead yeah 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 um but yeah i i was running um Victoria Torino uh, tires, which is like a lightweight mountain bike tire, yeah. um, which sadly only lasts until the third stage. But really, 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 Do you have to really replace good. the tire. The... I just got three punctures. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, no tears. Um, a few of them were of my own cocky ability of <laughs> messing around. But um, yeah, it's um, 
a lot, a lot of the first stage was on roads. So there was a lot of chewing the bars and just making sure I just maximised my riding time. Um, so maybe going a little bit slower, but just not stopping. Yeah, interesting. Okay. And then, well, I mean, you've already said 420k in one go. Presumably you're still feeling pretty good by this point and it's kind of just like yeah. you've got a plan and you're in the middle of executing it and everything's feeling pretty good. That's like, it. And, and then I felt some gravel underneath my wheels and I thought, now is the party. Yeah. The party <laughs> is happening now. Um, so yeah, I cranked on some music and... Um, yeah, then I started really pushing, 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 just to see if I can, because I was in fourth then, so I knew I wanted to be in the top three to be competitive. Um, and we, in terms of the route, were you expecting the further on you got, the more it would favour your bike? And yeah. you, like, so you're like, if I can just hold on to fourth here, I'm definitely going way faster than them. That's it, that's yeah. it. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I knew that the weather was going to be closing as well, and I, I actually really enjoyed running and, running and riding in crap weather. Um, yeah, and I knew Wales would have that up the sleeve. So <laughs> again, that's like another ace up your sleeve, isn't it? If you can be like, I know I do okay in the wet, in the wet. Like, even if you're not making any distance, like in terms of morale, you know, yeah, yeah, you're chipping yeah. into people, yeah, and that makes yeah. you enjoy it even more. There's sunshine in my head, even yeah, exactly. though it's absolute <laughs> tears outside. <laughs> um, but that, that I'm pretty sure that was 38 hours riding. In, and this is for your 600k. This 650, yeah. I mean, 38 hours is like, that's a big day out. That's like how long it was taking people to do Dale's Divide, which is like yeah, 600k. Yeah. Like, I can't, I mean, that was, I had a horrendous time. Like, I can't imagine it's 38 hours in one go. Dale's Divide is another beast. <laughs> you know what I mean? A bit like, yeah, 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 the, yeah. The riders that didn't sleep were, were on for about 36, 38 hours for the full thing. And like, I can't imagine doing that and being like, right. Another three of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go, and that baby. was the easiest one. <laughs> yeah, but then you get in and you think, oh, I've actually got, well, we, I had two nights sleep then. I, I had about three months sleep after Dust of <laughs> And some knee rehab. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, I'm cooked. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, I mean, yeah, so then you get, get into the checkpoint, do your, your timestamp. So I probably should have said that all of the timings are done on timestamps. So you take a selfie. Um, get get the timestamp on the photo and then send it over to the race collective so then they upload it um and then that's that's how it works it's not so much of a tracking thing which makes it easy um but then you're in this checkpoint and um you just get catered for um some of the best food unlimited coffee three pounds of beer not bad so, yeah not bad didn't have any um, I was going to say, I feel like my body would be absolutely redlining. I wouldn't be able to dare touch anything like that. It would finish me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I stayed away from the beers um, and up until, up, uh, well, into Scotland. And I was like, oh, I'm on. having one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'll warm me up. tenants. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was hypothermic, so I thought that would really help. <laughs> I'm sure it did. Yeah. I'm sure it did. Uh, okay, so, and presumably you had a nice long rest at checkpoint how are you feeling at that point do you get like niggles in terms of we like my back hurts my knee like or was it just like nope i'm like two sleeps i'm good to go yeah i mean two sleeps it's amazing what sleep does um i felt fr I, well i didn't feel fresh but i didn't feel too fatigued at all um and the legs felt good um so i thought let's just see if we can stay consistent on this one and just any off-road let's just push um but then on the road let's just chew the bars and just tuck in and maximize the speed i guess that's the thing because if you if you're pushing on the road like you're going from what like 21 28 just about 20k an hour to like 21 22 it's like yeah. and that's quite a big effort yeah. increase whereas off-road putting those extra watts in the same way you like take off compared to the gravel bikes won't you completely completely um so yeah i mean the the checkpoint opened again and uh, Welsh gravel. Oh, so, sorry, I didn't realise. The checkpoint, when you say the checkpoint opens, you're not actually allowed to leave before you've had X amount of sleep. No, I mean, so it, it is really a race to the checkpoint. And then, so we got there. Oh, I can't really remember. All of it blurs into one. Um, but it was the Tuesday, 8am, that it opened up again. Um, so, yeah, we just cracked on. Um, I mean, it's, it's a completely different race for the whole of the other pack. We saw people coming in as we were leaving drying their stuff out and they just spent the night in the peeing rain and he's just saying oh, no. I could not and at the checkpoint is there man-made shelter or you're in whatever sleeping gear you've brought whatever sleeping gear so oh, no. I, I opted for a tent I, well, I was just going to say because in my head if, if there had been indoor there you could basically take nothing That's ride it. through and sleep but it's like they're, they're forcing you to 
bring whatever shelter that you want for two nights sleep in a field with loads of other people, which yeah. is, it has to be a tent, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically Glastonbury. <laughs> <laughs> Except everyone's more tired. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, <laughs> probably like less walking around it. like zombies. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I hats off to those people. I literally could not do that. So then they just get in, check in, and then go straight back out again. Uh, you're right. I see because so, yeah, they, they don't have time. Five hours the night before, but they they're got, still yeah. not had proper sleep. <laughs> yeah, and then it's, they're not doing proper sleep for basically two weeks. That's well, it. Not quite that's two it. weeks, but a long time. Yeah. Um, so it's it's huge. I hats off to them because um, I mean thirty. 34 people started and 14 finished so the attrition rate is pretty high pretty high yeah yeah that's actually quite not small I wonder, I wonder relatively small though like there's some some other ultra races whether it's transcontinental badlands they like pull in hundreds don't they yeah do you think it's because they're kind of going out there and saying these are our rules this is what we believe in and it puts people off or is it you know do you, do you have any view on why it attracts 34 people it's it that's that's a tricky question and I think it's a question that they need to address especially on the the women's stunt because I mean there was two women that um, uh, entered this year which obviously isn't good at all um, for the whole quality piece um, but I mean it 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 is a tricky race um, and that might put people off but then again so transcontinental is like four thousand k. And you're not allowed to sleep. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very true, very true. I mean, it's, it, 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 it is something that they need to address. I guess the, the whole approach is very different, though, isn't it? It's not content and social media driven, so it perhaps gets less exposure. Yeah. Um, it, I, wonder, I think there's, there's advantages to both. There's advantages yeah. and disadvantages, but like you say, the, the thing that's glaringly obvious is if you have two women, like less than what? Three or three percent. That's like, it, yeah. that's it. Um, so it's, that's two big things that they need to think about for next year, definitely. Um, and also, you, it's a bit, bit of a rigorous um, uh, application process. Okay. You need to send okay. in um, your experience, etc., um, just for the safety aspect, because um, there's quite a lot of uh, like remote sections, and this is all about safety and making sure that you're able to look after yourself. Which seems Which you, you are can't. not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The vetting process clearly isn't strong enough. <laughs> Give me some marzipan, I'll be right. <laughs> yeah, interesting, interesting. I guess, I guess we'll see. Maybe it's. But on the face, uh, yeah, I wonder. Because the rules on the face of it all sound sad. I don't think they, that would be the thing that put me off an ultra. Any mm. of those rules. Because mm. whilst they're like, they all seem sensible, and in the in the scheme of things, they're not that big a deal. Like carrying your rubbish. And, no, no, you know. no, no, no. And no, also, no. it's an amazing route. Yeah, I is. One of the best routes I've done exactly. off-road, 100%. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Onwards from stage... Onwards. How was stage two? Is um, it, it... Stage two was good because we went into North Wales, and I know, I know there's some beautiful gravel up there. Um, so this was a 500k. Um, and basically... Nice short one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All in a day's work. <laughs> um, and I, the, I knew that this was the pig. I knew that this was the absolute. We hammer. thought this was going to be one of the hard, yeah, hard to just interesting. That's it. Um, and basically, it's, it's it's broken into two. First of all, you just get to Manchester, and then from Manchester north, it's an absolute pig. Where um, where's the next checkpoint? Um, it's right in. Oh God, see, I need to actually go back to a map and actually learn all these places um, because all of it looks the same. Uh, no, it's um, it's. <laughs> That's really bad. I actually don't know. You'll be getting you'll be getting close to Dale's Divide area though, won't yeah, you? Yeah, no, we definitely went through Dale's Divide. Um, and the is Penine there any points where you're like, I've seen this before? Yeah, yeah, a lot of where where we rode together with Molly. Oh um, yeah, the and start. I was like, oh, deja vu. That's well for context. That's around Ribblehead, Ingleton. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, it was near Ribblehead because um, there's that absolute savage paved climb, um, which again I don't know the name of. <laughs> because I was a little bit cooked trying to chase Donnie's uh, Scottish ass up this hill. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was beautiful gravel, uh, first stage, rolled into Chester, um, and then dot watches in this stage were crazy. It was great. Yeah. So much chalk over the road, so many people riding with you. Oh, amazing. Yeah, and you think, this is huge. This is so good. We're so so lucky to be here. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, rolled into uh, Manchester with Donnie, so we were... We were pretty much neck and neck 
having a bit of a... F- and is this in terms of, obviously, on the road, you're neck and neck at this point. Did you leave the checkpoint? Like, what, in terms of that timing, because like you're saying, you have to do this mental maths about, yeah. if I'm next to him, it means he's 10 minutes ahead or whatever. Yeah. Where, where so were I you knew, at that point? I knew I'd, I had uh, two hours to make up on him. Okay, so he's he's like loving it that you're yeah. by him. He's like, okay, yeah, yeah, you, can, exactly. you can hang out with me. I've got two hours <laughs> on you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I knew um, he is a good competitive bloke now that I know him. Yeah. And I knew that just because I'm riding with him doesn't mean anything. And, and I mean, two hours is nothing in an ultra. You could get a flat, you could get a mechanical, you could get... That is true. Dodgy tummy, you get anything. That is true. Um, yeah, you have to crack once, yeah, and that's you your get hypothermia. Gone. Yeah, <laughs> my old uh, friend. But um, uh, yes, yeah, so we ended up having uh, dinner together where we had a pizza each, and um, I took two kebabs to go. Shoved it in the old frame bag. Oh, thought, I'll see disgusting. you later, mate. <laughs> and uh, yeah, cracked on with a night sift, and um, he pushed on, and I thought I'm gonna bide my time. I got a little bit sleepy cracks from Plo Plus um, and it was just a long old time for the for the old sun to come up uh, but luckily as it always does it did on right on time yeah, yeah <laughs> right yeah, on yeah. cue it came up <laughs> 6.30 hello <laughs> um, but um, yeah you know what, was... sometimes I get sleepiest in the first hour as the sun's rising it. it's like your body almost like oh, okay yeah we're yeah, safe yeah, yeah, and then yeah, yeah. you're just like zoom, power That's off it. and then obviously as soon as the sun properly comes up then you're like okay oh, we're good I um, but yeah I mean Dale's there's a lot of gates so it was just not the smoothest riding so bam you've got to break up your rhythm and then get off and your headphones fall out and you go oh it's just, just they the get like thing if you I, doing. I don't know if you use wired headphones on these ultras just yeah. one less thing to charge and they get caught and you yeah, can't yeah, yeah. like, oh, <laughs> get I off. love that song <laughs> or it's just like those the uh, the apple ones with like they're a bit rubbery they just yeah. seem to yeah. stick yeah, to yeah, metal yeah, bars yeah. and it's like what are you catching on? Yeah, Get yeah, off! Yeah. <laughs> Give me Beyonce back. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that like annoying yank at your ears that yeah. doesn't actually hurt. But when you like when your patience is minimal, that kind of thing like yeah, 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 yeah. frustrates me no end. But anyway, yeah, we uh, sun came up and seven o'clock. I literally passed a co-op and there was a vending machine with a Costa. And I honestly could have kissed this eighty-year-old uh, lady <laughs> who was uh, working in the tills and oh. Jeez, it was one of the best coffees out of any machine I've ever had in my life. I suspect it was the same as every other, but <laughs> yeah. it's all relative. Yeah, um, but um, yeah, then I just knew it was just one big Hellfire Pass. No, sorry, that was in Wales. Um, there's one really well-known climb in the Dales, paved climb. <laughs> You're going to get so many comments. You're like, that, that, that bloke's got no clue what he's doing. I wonder, I mean, there are lots of well-known paved climbs where do you know what, what the nearest town or village was uh it had the word apple in it apple tree wick <laughs> yes uh i mean there's a big there's great dunfell that's great not, dunfell it was that one there, there we go, go. The highest paved road in england that's it that's it so Might i knew be in the uk ah there you go because it's like 800 to the little observatory thing on top we didn't get that far we, oh you cut we off road shot, before then yeah um but blimey that's just what you wanted to do um, because that's I think there was 50k's left at that stage so I was like I just need to put in a stint now I can hear the tractor tyres whizzing around um, I just I just need to put on some good music and then just get up this <laughs> this lump I was finding these things because obviously 50k like easy no dramas road and like I always went oh that's two hours yeah yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it's not two hours no 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 no, no. <laughs> Like, but you're like, it, it's so nearly there, but also too far away to tell yourself it's yeah, nearly there. Yeah, it's like the yeah, worst exactly. amount of distance. Running out of food. Um, and uh, yeah, I always find myself at the end of these things, like, oh, 50K, I like just stop thinking about eating and drinking. Yeah. And then yeah, like, yeah, yeah. four hours later, you're like, oh. yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> I need some food now. Um, but um, yeah, so we, we got to the top and I was honestly thinking it was going to be a nice paved ascent to the checkpoint. But it literally took a right hand turn and you had to follow this bog this uh, river for it was k's and k's and k's it took so long until it finally came to a um uh paved road but if you've watched the the rafa film about gb Jura, it's where Lockie morton really hit the wall because it's just a hiker bike yeah yeah, yeah. where they're just like the i think I, I think i remember that is that where it's just like yeah a river and it's just like landslips and like just disappears yeah, yeah. um but uh, oh, I, I love it on a hiker bike, so it's not too bad. Cause you just chuck it on your back and then just <laughs> prance around being a runner. Being, oh, this is great. But again, it's, it comes back to that thing we were saying before. It's like, even if it's unpleasant, yeah. you know you're probably 
dealing with it the best out of everyone or one of the best so yeah. like mentally you're like oh this is bad for me yeah. but imagine if you weren't <laughs> yeah. a runner <laughs> yeah. or like 12 hours behind or, absolute or, tears yeah exactly exactly <laughs> to be fair you do sometimes get that don't you if you're doing something like difficult at late in the afternoon or sun, sunset you're like oh god someone's got to yeah, yeah, yeah. at least i know where i can always see where i'm going not just exactly. w- watching a breadcrumb on a garmin um but yeah we we got into that checkpoint happy um i didn't hemorrhage too much time so i knew i was still in around donny um put up the tent got fed like an absolute king which is great <laughs> and uh yeah there was showers there which was a big plus there was showers in the first one as well and um yeah just stuffed our faces and went to bed um, but then you wake up and there's a few more tents and you think, oh, <laughs> I wish I've got a few friends here now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a drying room as well. So you just jump straight in the shower with all your kit on and, and have a good old wash um, and then put it in the dry. I feel like, to be honest, like cycling kit's almost like a one-use item on these on these like things because they get absolutely abused, don't they? Murder scenes in the bib. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it is literally two days of... Uh, sleep and um, me and Donnie actually went to the local bike shop and on that stage I actually got a puncture, uh, two punctures um, and I had six plugs in there. Um, Time for a new tyre. Well, I actually rolled into the town after that and found a charity shop who actually had a tyre. What, a 29-inch mountain bike tyre? Yeah. And what? I was like, That's why you know you're in Yorkshire. Big man upstairs looking down on me. <laughs> um, so yeah, I just whipped off my tyre and uh, fixed it and... Um, yeah, it was it was not the right tread or anything, but are you allowed? So you're allowed to, whilst you're in these like the checkpoint zones where you're not racing, you're allowed to just like nip out and That's fix it, your yeah. bike and okay. Yeah, That's so we, nice. we we went to this um, uh, bike shop and it had everything you needed. It had like retro campo, amazing, out the box stuff. Um, there was a Di2 shifter that one of the other racers that got because the shifter wasn't working. Um, but yeah, he had a downhill mountain bike tire. That'll do. So I was like, "Yep, that's 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 me." That'll keep it. To be fair, in Scotland, it probably did you all right. Yeah, I was happy as Larry with that because I knew well, it's not going to puncture now, is it? <laughs> My tire is one point two kilos. I'll be absolutely <laughs> fine. <laughs> it was only it was a two point two inch, so I was quite happy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, so me and Donnie just chilled and had we actually had a couple of meals together and nice gets hang out. Yeah, gets to know each other a bit. That's it. I'm just clapped everyone in when they well, as soon as they come in they, they're cooked so it's actually quite nice do you need your tent putting up yeah yeah <laughs> have this. someone else around yeah yeah eat this now can I do anything for you yeah yeah and presumably he's maintained his lead at this point yeah so kept about two hours yeah it's funny because that's I presume that's basically all from the road in Cornwall yeah but you just put much. two hours into you and you've just not he's, quite been able to grab I it back I think you put another hour in me um, in that in that stage but he was having puncture issues he was having big puncture issues it's funny um, though if one, if you both just had like chunk I mean that part of the world that like yeah. band from Manchester to top of North Yorkshire is like hard mountain biking so yeah, yeah, you're yeah. going to puncture on whatever you're on well I, I crested the hill saw that he was having puncture issues um, I was like oh you're right you've got everything yeah 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 and then I classically pushed out my back wheel and then I got a flat wheel <laughs> a oh. flat flat tyre I was like why was I such did you do it in front of him or you just doing it to yourself no I did it in front of him well oh like, no I'm just going to show off a little bit <laughs> and I knew there's some you showed off trails. and popped your tyre in it <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 and I was like classic Billy Big Balls here oh. <laughs> um, but I was just pretty high uh, on life because we were in the middle of Yorkshire some beautiful heather you saw some grouse and you think this is why I'm here. There <laughs> I'm not no here one for those around. Cornish roads. I'm here for uh, <laughs> the Yorkshire Dales. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was, to be fair, I had a similar thing on on Dales Divide. I was like, the the bit from like Scar out to Scarborough. I was like, fuck these fields. Like I'm <laughs> done with this. <laughs> fuck these gates and yeah, like yeah. corrugated. All the way back over the north North York Moors. I was like, this is stunning. Like it was just like <laughs> it was so good. I had like a banging podcast on, and I was like. The day went by so quickly. Presumably the, the third stage will be like North Yorkshire. Yeah, well, long, long story short, I, I I wanted to attack. I wanted to see if I can hit Donny as, 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 as much as possible because I was sitting in second. So I basically needed to put two hours, three hours into the bloke behind me. You've got this extra layer of mental maths to be doing. It's not just I'm in front, I'm No, 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 no. Uh, mental maths is where uh, I struggled. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but uh, yeah, lo long story short, um, I, I wanted to do attack and I wanted to um, see if I could make some time up. And it was coming onto the route up in Scotland where I'd previously raced in May called the Highland 550. And um, this, I, I recognized it, I knew it. So I thought now is the time to absolutely go balls to the wall and see if I can put some time into him anyway. Um, uh, climbed up this um, massive ascent and then it started raining. And then the wind started and I thought, oh no. I'm cracking. I'm <laughs> cracking. And uh, yeah, I basically got the coldest I've ever been in my life and um, wore all of my clothes, still shivering. Um, and uh, my brain said, get underneath a tree. So I was like, okay, yeah, this is a great idea. So I, I was in a fetal position for like two hours um, and I, I honestly passed out, couldn't tell you what happened, woke up and I was like, God, it's really warm, isn't it? I was like, oh shit. This is red, like hypothermia. Red flag, red flag. <laughs> so um, I then made myself get on the bike, like hysteric, not hysterically, um, but absolutely teeth chattering. Um, but still, it's just three in the morning. Again, but like the fact your teeth have started chattering is a good sign. That's like yeah, yeah, yeah. warming up beyond like pure hypothermia <laughs> to just be really, really cold. Um, but I mean, couldn't feel my hands, couldn't feel my feet. And uh, this was some techie descents. And... Um, ended up finding this small little town, leaning my bike against a school, still sat on the bike, leaning against it, against the school wall, um, and just hands on the TT bars and just falling asleep. And I was like, I'm in a critical position. I need Donny to come and find me. Um, because we'd spoken before and he's, he's ex-military, so I was like, at least I'm in safe hands. He's gonna find me, he'll be all right. I need a racer to, need, to check out of yeah, that race yeah, yeah. and save me. Um, and yeah, blink, and I woke my eyes, uh, my eyes woke up again and Donnie was there. And I was like, oh, jeez, <laughs> big man upstairs has sent him down. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he was like, you need a ride with me now. You look, you look blue, your lips are blue, you're, you're not in a good way. Um, or we're gonna have to think about how we can help you now. Um, so yeah, we, we, we rode together for an hour, um, then he dropped me like a sack of shit, which is great. <laughs> um, but yeah, I felt, I, I felt all right. We had, um, came back to life a little bit after an hour. Of that's moving. it. But just still cold to the core. Um, and anyway, so it was like 120 K to the checkpoint, made it to the checkpoint, even tea, warm shower, still had a core, like a freezing cold core. It was actually really scary and it was like it was quite warm but i had all my layers on and the volunteers were like you're right i was like no nah, not, not really, really. <laughs> but uh just need to get warm <laughs> i get that's i guess that's the thing when you do it you're probably in a massive calorie deficit by this point eat no matter how much you eat and your body just has never mind the fact you were sat in the middle of scotland in the rain at three eight, like that would make anyone really cold but your body's just got no that's no it. fuel to put on the fire to warm you back up has that's it? it i mean i was i was literally sitting there eating raw marzipan <laughs> it's the only thing i had and i was like good and it's so dense in calories so i just chowing it down and um that's <laughs> where so you really question that like, what am i doing yeah, yeah yeah this is what they call a holiday <laughs> <laughs> I've had to take time off work yeah, yeah, yeah. to get hypothermia and eat a block of marzipan. Oh, life, hey? Living it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Donnie smashed it again, and I'm pretty sure he put some more time into me. It sounds kind of inevitable, given the state you were in. Yeah. In that yeah, stage. Like, I, I think he put another hour in me just because I was, uh, I, I was going to say cooked, but frozen. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Freeze, freeze, freeze burn. but happy, but defrosting. I think it, what is interesting though is like if you'd have, I guess uh, the reason you got like that, bit of the weather, but probably because of how hard you were pushing. But it is like, obviously you're, you're all right on the wire all the time, but like you will have lost, he's put an hour into you, so he's maybe three, four hours ahead now. You probably lost that just in the being coldness. Yeah. Both in the fact you couldn't ride and the fact you're under a tree and propped against a school wall, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, again, but, these things would yeah. crack me. I'd be like, oh, if I hadn't been such a melon, if I just put like a coat on and not got wet. Well, I mean, at, at that stage, I'm pretty sure I had a 50k lead on him. So I was like, this is going really well. But the fact you had a 50k lead is exactly why, like, exactly why the next thing happened. Yeah, 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 exactly. And now I just checks, I had you can't all cash. of my kit on. I just, um, I've never been caught in such a bad storm. Really? It was, it was so, it was a pure it weather was thing. Horrendous. And we were on the like top of a big mountain at yeah, this point as well. Yeah, okay. and I was like, this is actually really dangerous. Um, and uh, yeah, I had a little realization of why, 
why am I here? Racing's not that important. Not worth not worth dying yeah. for. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, <laughs> it's all fun and games at the, yeah, <laughs> at the end I of mean, the day. When you're very cold and your body tells you to go to sleep, like good <laughs> yeah. things are not about to happen. Yeah. Smile. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen, uh, you know, the further events that Camille yes. does. Yeah. Um, he's doing one in Scotland at the very end of October. Is he? It's October. Yeah, it's like October 31st or something. Mostly, I think, 600k road, 100k gravel. Oof. So it's a road bike, but you also can't take a road bike because yeah. it's 100k gravel. I love those events. <laughs> um, but that's going to be around there, like Scotland in November, basically. Are you giving it a crack? I've entered. Go for it. It's just I'm running out of time off work. But yeah. <laughs> What a problem. <laughs> exactly. <Quite> a <laughs> um, but that's going to be horrible for a similar thing. It's yeah. like, could either be like, all right, basically yeah. like a Scottish summer at that time of year. Or it could be snowing and like it. trying to pack for it, it's gonna be absolutely bloody nightmare. Yeah, just take take layers, mate. Trust me, you don't want to get caught out. Although I know a good tree. <laughs> well, I'm hoping there's no no rules like uh, I'm hoping <laughs> I'll be able to sit in some man-made shelters. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> yeah. But we'll see. Yeah. Um, I'm have to ride my bike first. Yeah. <laughs> to get ready for 700k in four days. Oh dear, <laughs> blimey. So from Fort Augustus up, what's the riding like up there? Is it? Is it basically just the home run? You're like, let's get this done, or is it actually like beautiful riding in its own right? It's honestly some of the best riding. Yeah, it's spectacular. Um, yeah, some of the nicest gravel, mountain bike, techie descents, beautiful climbing, I've ever done. Um, luckily, well, I've been fortunate enough to do the stat route twice now, from Highland, um, and it's just beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Some of the scenic valleys is just ridiculous. It's really like pinch me moments and. Luckily, I shared most of it with Donny again. Oh, nice. You managed to, I guess, again, he's like, he's he just happy. needs to keep you next to him. That's it. He's like, That's it. This guy rolls in with yeah, me, yeah, I've yeah. won. <laughs> I know, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I'd love to know what was going through his mind. It was like, <laughs> I wonder if he's thinking about the win at that point or if he's just fully in the moment and it's like, if it's a, I don't know, I guess it depends. It's yeah. a very individual, personal thing, isn't it? Yeah. I, now, now I know him, I don't think so. I think he just enjoyed his newly adopted son. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's going to listen to this. He's the, this is like frozen waif. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Weak southerner. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, when, quick, quickly going back to the frozen night, he, he passed me and he was just in the shorts and a windbreak. And I was like, you are so Scottish, mate. <laughs> <laughs> or he's just like eating a bit more and he's got a bit more fuel on the fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was he far enough behind not to get caught in the worst of the storm, do you know, or did he just weather it a bit better he, than you? He basically said to me, the biggest mistake I did was uh, by stopping. Stop. Yeah. yeah, you need to keep your arms going, your legs going, um, just keep your blood pumping. It will pass. You just need to see that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which sometimes is a bit brutal and a bit hard to see, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you imagine being on the turbo train and how much heat you generate, yeah, it's like that compared to not that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, you're yeah, adding exactly. a lot of warmth by yeah. just moving. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, the final stage is, is stunning. Um, Donny was ahead. I was just happy. Um, in a way, I was like, as long as I can hold off the third place, I might as well just defend the second. Um, second is still pretty, pretty not bad, good for is it? Me. Yeah, pretty happy. Um, so, yeah, it was it was beautiful um and then the the latter half is a lot of road so that's why i thought this is where the graveler is going to absolutely rinse me again so did you have a decent bit of padding to third or were you was it kind of like actually i need to press on here i think i think i had uh, nine or ten hours okay. so i was like okay, something would have to go I'm wrong then it's fine. not you can't yeah. just catch that up by riding quick on the road yeah but then again i wanted to finish second over like in the stage again um, okay okay yeah. <laughs> and uh yeah i did check the track a few times um I was getting a little bit worried, but were they like slowly they were creeping slowly up? doing it? And any techie descent, I was like, I ain't gonna fly on this with your downhill um, casing rear tire. Yeah, 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 skidding left, right, and center. But um, on the last downhill, I, a rock flicked up, hit a pole, and then a flint went through my nose. Through your nose? Through the bridge of my nose. Oh, and, that is such um, bad. That must and have I was hurt. Like, what is happening? Or did and, it just uh, end up as a massive nosebleed? That was it. And uh, I first thought it was just a bee sting, so I was like, oh, I'll be all right. Uh, just probably get a little bit of a fat face, which is fine. Um, but then, yeah, I started tasting blood, and I was like, oh, God. I was like, I'm not going to look at it. It'll be fine. Um, but yeah, it, it didn't stop for like four hours. And I was, and I was like, I'm not, I'm not getting lightheaded. It's fine. Um, but then I took a selfie and sent it to a mate, and he was like, 
this is quite bad. <laughs> you need a stitch. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I just, I, I, th I think I've learned maybe I need to carry some like tissues. Or I think two tampons would be great just to chuck up there. Well, just to like block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Breathe through your nose now, mate. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was actually quite funny. Now now this is my issue. Your DIY <laughs> septum piercing. Yeah. Oh, I should have got it pierced up in uh, the Groat. <laughs> well, just finish just it up clean. Horn. <laughs> you could have had a big one if you got a flint through it. Um, but that yeah, such I, bad luck. I you know. Rock flicked up, hit a pole, and bounced yeah. back, shattered, and cut through big your nose. Old I'm glad it didn't hit my eye or my teeth yeah. or anything, but. Um, but yeah, I finished with a massive bloody nose, which <laughs> must have looked pretty cool though. <laughs> um, yeah, obviously I was thinking about that, but <laughs> no, um, yeah, I'm not wiping this yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. I've had to put well, up I this. literally couldn't, it was gallons of this blood coming out. Um, so I was quite happy to, for it to actually like, clog when you yeah, stopped clog it. up. Um, but then again, as soon as you like smile or you like split again, you know, and a good song comes on and you have a little bit of a boogie going and, uh, oh, it's starting again. <laughs> I need to just listen to Tron, so there's no music. <laughs> yeah. No, no, Straight no lyrics. Only. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I finished and um, yeah, happy. And then Donnie and me and just slept at John O'Groats. <laughs> How do you even get back from John O'Groats? Oh, mate, it's tears. <laughs> a ride, I'm guessing, to start um, with. So then we had a, uh, two nights in a hotel. Um, Did you go in like the hotel that's like on the edge of the world? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and we had a big big uh, meal with all the races. So oh, you've nice. got two days of clapping people in, which is, it's just epic seeing the battles because everyone's got their own battle. Yeah, yeah, And arguably they've had a, a lot harder time. Well, they've done the same, like their perceived effort is going to be the same as yours. They're trying just as hard and they've had to do it for longer. I honestly don't know how some people did it. It's just hats off to them. Um, going through the same weather, the s yes, they slept more, but well, they've, more weather because they've had more days of it. it. Like, that's it. I mean, a few people just, it just started raining and horrendous weather and they just put their tent up for an hour two hours you, you don't get decent sleep in an hour or two hours um, and no uh, man-made shelters though exactly because exactly. normally you just sit in a cafe or a bus stop wouldn't you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean just hats off to them so there was a few zombies coming in which is just it's just hats off epic stuff um, so yeah we had a good old party at the end and um, then pinged it down to Wick so it's just, I mean, two hours, three yeah, hours. across. And then it was Inverness, which, so that was a four-hour train. Really? And then Inverness to Bristol. It's only like a 200k ride. Mate, <laughs> not on a mountain bike. <laughs> not on a mountain bike. <laughs> um, also, 200k ride is still a big ride. Yeah, 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 yeah true. Half a stage. Um, and, uh, yeah, and then from, so then I stayed with a mate up there, and then it was 14 hours and four, tra four changes back to Bristol not Bris quick Bris Vegas Bris Vegas yeah well no flying so yeah 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 um, but there's a few international riders so I don't know how they a few people no. rode over it might Belgium. have actually been quicker you know if they're going straight to London then Eurostar yeah yeah it's probably quicker than having to wiggle across back to Bristol isn't it that's it that's it um, so yeah that's, that's the GB Joe in a, in a nut and I'd highly 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 recommend it See you next year. <laughs> I, you know what? Like I Lanz think it's got your name all over it. Lands and John O'Groats is one of those that it's like, all right, British cyclist who likes riding a long way. Sort of have to, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's always, always it's either a B road or a or a bridleway. Exactly, but it's always one of those that it's like the logistics of doing Lands and John O'Groats is actually quite expensive. Yeah. Because getting there and back, they're not easy places to get there and back from. So it's always been one that's just slipped off the end of the list, and the fact you can't guarantee the weather and all the yeah. rest of it. But yeah, it's coming. It's Good. coming. And GB Juros is like an amazing excuse to go do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the support is just ridiculous. Um, and it's that thing like, if you're just going to take a random week off work to do it, will it ever week. get done? <laughs> Whereas when you're like, all right, here's a race, here's a, a thing that's, that I'm going to do. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Recommend it. What's next then? Sounds like some big plans yeah. coming up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so in, in six weeks, I'm running 200 miles around a 500 meter square in Bristol. Wait, I've not even heard of someone running 200 miles before. Like <laughs> you hit like 100 mile races are a thing. Yeah. And like, obviously your big, like fell running ones like Ramsey Round, Bob Graham, they're like 60, 70 miles. 200 miles isn't even close to anything I've heard of before. It's like, it's insane. Yeah, I, I've never run 200 miles. Um, Has anyone? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I mean, obviously. Uh, but... There's a lot of 200 mile races in America. Oh, is there? Um, and uh, 200 mile walks. Yeah, <laughs> crawls. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, once a year I like to do a big charity thing. So we're raising money for my mate Will um, to see if we can get him a hand bike because um, he had a big climbing accident. And uh, yeah, it'd be cool to get him back on the trails. Um, and uh, yeah. Nice. Back into nature. Well, I'm sure you can you can leave me a link for the uh, for the hundred listeners. They can uh, <laughs> they can find out what you're doing and where where to donate if it's a, a cause that speaks to them. Please do, please do. Um, yeah, that sounds amazing. I'm looking forward to seeing that. Yeah. <laughs> See you know, where you go with that. <laughs> yeah. In 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 your head, do you know how long it's going to take? Is is this like a 48 hour challenge, a six week challenge? Like how long does it take to run 200 miles? I mean, if if you don't sleep and if your nutrition goes well. Um, Two big ifs. That's it. Um, and if there's support, <laughs> um, I think it's going to be 40 to 45 hours <laughs> of absolute grind, but tears. I'm, think, I'm thinking of doing a 45-hour bike ride around a lap. Yeah. And I cannot imagine it. The idea that you'd have that amount of impact and, like, all of the additional ache, like, can't imagine it. Can't imagine it. Mate, come down. I've, I mean, I feel like I'll have to. I've got plenty of time. Yeah. Forty-eight hours. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, no, are, you, are you planning to do no sleep? Yeah, one push. Crossed. Yeah, just just get it done. Um, and we've got some cool brands involved in this one. Um, and there's actually going to be a, a film being made. Um, Amazing. So hopefully, it should it should I mean, connect with some other people. Connect and inspire. That's that, that that's the na- another massive thing for this one. I want to inspire people just to challenge themselves. If that's five k gold, fantastic. If it's marathon, fantastic. I mean, it is all relative, isn't it? I think the things that you, and the more people I speak to, everyone gets a similar thing out of it. And like you say, it really doesn't matter what you're doing. It's all relative. That's it. It's like just going to that part in your mind where like, I think, I don't know. I think, I think the transformative bit is when you question like, why am I doing this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like that can, if you've not run before, that can very quickly come. You don't yeah, have to yeah, run yeah. 200 miles. You can do 5K and be questioning why you're doing it. But that's where the interesting yeah. like mind games are and where... Completely. Get to that stage where you ask yourself questions you don't really want to <laughs> think about. <laughs> yeah, get back in the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, amazing. When uh, When is that? So that's October the 5th and 6th. Um, and we're going to put together a little bit of an itinerary. So there's going to be lots of running and riding groups. And pinging around the the square, so you're gonna have. He's gonna be like uh, when they have those like marathon paces, the little dude on the bike yeah. at the front. <laughs> That'll be great. Or like run, fat boy, run. Yeah, with yeah, yeah. I need a spatula going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's 500 meters, which is very two, short. Two, two and a half minutes a loop. Also, like an annoying amount of uh, counting there. You've got a metric loop and a yeah, imperial yeah. run. That's it, that's it. But, um, so it's going to be, what, 640 laps-ish? So, oh, hello, mental math. 320k. Jeez, he's, yeah. 315k. So I like purposely, thanks, well, thank you, mate. I didn't actually want to know how many laps it would be. Sorry. But now I know. <laughs> One, <laughs> I, well, I should say two. my maths is probably wrong, but it's going to be a lot. Yeah, yeah, More yeah, than 600. Well, I'm, I'm a pretty simple bloke, so hopefully I'll forget after 10. There's no way you can count that much. <laughs> Challenge. <laughs> No way. You have to have like the biggest piece of chalk and a huge yeah. flat plate. Yeah, just a, a tally of permanent Presumably marker. someone needs to keep track though, because like your GPS isn't going to be accurate enough to be like, I've done 200 miles, Don't I can say stop that. now. I'm, I was counting on my watch. Uh, you were just, you were just yeah. going to run until it hit 200 miles? Yeah. I didn't I, think about that. I'd probably, I, you know what, I would do like a little, you know, on those little ticker, t- like work out the actual length and then yeah. do it by lap, because I reckon... If it's taken one, because it's so short. I'm going to end up running 400 miles. Or like <laughs> 50, because it'll just like ping. <laughs> yeah. If it's like a square surrounded by buildings, there's no way, like once a second, I reckon it won't be. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some will be big, some will be small. Oh, great. Just add that to the list of admin thanks. Also, imagine if you just look at your watch and it's out of battery or it corrupts and you're like, all oh, right, start again. Yeah, yeah. Well, th- this has got 80 hours battery, this watch. Um, so I, was, I was literally going to put it on the map setting and just forget about the, the distance <laughs> I feel like you can have enough support you can just leave someone with a clipboard That's someone's it. always on clipboard duty just like tick, tick. yeah yeah well we, we've, we've got someone sleeping in a van up there um, as long as they're not asleep too much that's it that's got laps it. to count <laughs> I need a clicker um, but uh, every four hours I get a feed 
by my nutritionist. So uh, that'll be interesting to see what happens there. But and, and then, we take on is that like a proper feed? I guess yeah. you take stuff on. And then and then I'm using Sturka through uh, throughout the between the four hours. It's a lot of maltodextrin. Mate, it's a lot of Sturka 550 bars. <laughs> <laughs> and they do wonders for your stomach. I was just going to say, it must be difficult, like, running, I'm guessing the nutrition's way harder, because yeah. it's like cycling, except you're jiggling it all around. Yeah, yeah. I mean, today, uh, I, I tried eating as much as possible, and then just getting the run done. Um, but it's, it's amazing how much you can eat and run, um, if you train for it. I was just going to say. A lot of it is training. Um, and, it, and, like, before any run, ask my housemate, I'll have four or five pieces of toast, just to make sure that I've got something in there. I mean, I'll have four or five pieces of toast before I don't go for a run, so you're not impressing me. I'm not going <laughs> to uh, uh, But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot of different types of training just to get it done, but I think all of it's going to be mental, which I can't for sure. wait for. I for literally sure. can't wait for. Um, but, yeah, if anyone's down in Bristol, come and say hi. I want to get as many people going as possible and if possible donate I certainly won't be running but I might come down with a bike <laughs> yeah ride across from London <laughs> absolutely not um, well that's an hour and ten it's one of the longest yet really that was a good sorry, ramble sorry mate that was a good ramble thank you so much for spending the time you've ridden you've ridden across London and like that might not sound like much but that is oh, a mission that was ten times worse than running 20 miles around Richmond Park this morning so there is actually an overground you can get that take you basically straight back to where you need to be i quite like the hustle and bustle of uh with a massive backpack yeah 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 and uh the red buses and <laughs> taxi drivers that's it pedestrians yeah it's, it's a little chaotic yeah. um but yeah thank you so much for coming down that was super interesting no worries <laughs> thanks for having me stay tuned for more stories tomorrow <laughs> there we go bang bang Mega.